0: Listening to Tatiana is Everyone, an Orphan Black podcast. My name is Chris. This episode is the pre-season five Orphan Black podcaster roundtable discussion. Many thanks to Mark for setting this up and letting us use his recording. Just as sort of a heads up for what we're going to be doing this season, fortunately episodes are airing on Saturday again, which is good for us, which means we can record our episodes on Sundays So hopefully we should have episodes posted by the end of the day on Monday. Please don't hold us to that. Stuff happens sometimes, but we're going to try to get episodes up on Monday. And before we start the actual roundtable discussion, I want to play this voice message that we got from Fred that he recorded at the end of Season 4.
1: Hi Mark, Chris, and Stephanie, and any other podcasters. This is Fred from the Netherlands. Today is the 18th of June, and I just saw the Orphan Black season 4 finale yesterday. During the season I listened to three Orphan Black podcasts, the Orphan Black podcast by Mark, Tatiana, is Everyone by Chris and Stephanie, and the Clone cast. And to survive the 42 weeks of hiatus, I listened in retrospect to the Clone Club by Perry and Merrill, the Clone Dance Party by Bob, Janice, Liz and Lynette, the C word by Corey, Steve, and Terry, and the 324B21 by Sean and Kimberly. I think during the roundtable session, the bunch of you will have a lot to talk about what all happened in season 4, and there will be probably no space for listener feedback, but perhaps you have some space for listener predictions. I will keep it short. Who will we see in season 5? Shay, no, now Cosima has Delphine back, we won't need, need Shay anymore. Cal, yes, we need him for a happy family ending, Sarah, Kira, Cal. Marion Bowles, yes, Mark can tell you why I think that. Tony, no, Lon- Tony, we won't see Tony, only if there will be a kind of old clone finale. Dr. Cody, no, she died of lung cancer. Bonnie. No. Adele. Yes, she will be introduced probably uh, properly to Clone Club. MK. Yes, perhaps, however, she will die. An extra caster clone. Yes, it was somewhere said that there were at least six caster clones. They were Mark, Seth, Rudy, Miller and Parsons. If Ira is the sixth one, it that could be it. But if the sixth one is a military one, then we still miss one. Mark and Gracie. No, unless Ira has the urge to meet one of his brothers. Helena's babies. Yes, of which one she will keep herself and the other one she will give to Allison for adoption. Genetically, it would be a real daughter to Allison or son. More Lida clones. Yes. Kira said there are many more. And if Neolution wants to experiment on the combination of clone plus bot. They will need some. Rachel. Rachel will become the head of Neolution. And change it at at the end in something positive. Or she will remain the big evil and will die. Possibly together with Ferdinand. And last but not least Westmoreland. Yes I think there are two the one that Rachel will meet, and the old one on the island. That's also the reason why he is staying in the woods and not in the house he once built. I wish you all the best in the hiatus. Greetings, Fred. Thanks for sending
0: that in, Fred. And without further ado, here is our Podcaster Roundtable.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Orphan Black Podcasters Roundtable. As we get ready for the final season of *Orphan Black, we're going to kind of touch a little bit on what happened near the end maybe of last season and look ahead to the final one. My name is Kevin Batchelder from TuningIntoSciFiTV.com, and I'll be uh, your moderator, cat herder, trying to keep all these smart folks in line as we got a lot of great opinions from several folks here. So hopefully you've been uh, able to listen to some of our previous roundtables because they're a lot of fun. But if not, we'll let them introduce themselves so you can learn who we have.
3: Hi, I'm Mark DeCote from the Orphan Black Podcast at solotalkmedia.com.
4: And I am Karen Lindsay. I co-host, along with Steve Salyer, Felix's Helixes for Southgate Media Group.
0: I'm Chris Kwan. I co-host Tatiana Is Everyone with my friend Stephanie, who is not here. I'm Sean Fangirl S. from 324B21, the Orphan
5: Black Podcast, and I co-host with Kim, who has been here several times, apparently.
6: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Terry Burge, and I co-host the C-Word podcast, along with Steve Salyer and Corey Metcalf.
2: Excellent. So we've got uh, quite the panel here, and uh, we're going to have quite the fun talking about uh, several topics. Uh, So it'll kind of be in a roundtable format. Uh, For the most part, we're going to be looking ahead. No specific spoilers now, folks. But we certainly are going to talk about uh, what folks might want to see, what they hope to see maybe what we've heard a little bit of rumor we might see things like that so hopefully we're not going to spoil you specifically but we are going to for the most part uh, look ahead at the final season but before we kind of do that we should kind of get ourselves all on the same page so maybe we'll touch just a little bit to start talking a little bit about uh, season four in the sense of maybe uh, for you as a podcaster or as a fan you know where you thought were Kind of jumping off from, you were surprised, anticipated where we were going to be, you know, maybe some quick thoughts on that end, especially of season four. Uh, Let's start things off with Chris.
0: I really, really enjoyed season four. I I thought it was sort of a nice return to the beginning of the story by circling around to to Beth. But man, by the end of the season, I am nervous about season five (laughs) because it left everybody in a pretty precarious position. You know, it it was really,
5: oh gosh, I don't even know how to put this into words. Like I was really enjoying it and I was ex- excited and upset and freaking out <laughs> is the best way to put it because there's so much information that we were getting in this little amount of time and I don't know where they're going with it because I feel like we got a whole lot more than than we wanted and I know I just sound like I'm repeating myself right now. Because I want to work with the clones that we have. And so the fact that they're bringing in more information and the fact that there might be all these other ones that, and this huge backstory, I don't know how they're going to like, wrap everything up in a really neat bow for us.
6: Yeah, I enjoyed season four immensely. I mean, we had this whole mystery about who Beth Childs was and we got some of that story as Sarah was acting as Beth and began working with art. All of a sudden now she was a detective. You know, she didn't just see a gruesome murder and swipes uh, a purse and tries to take over a life. Now she's in this entirely unfamiliar zone. And so this whole character of Beth has been kind of almost mythological uh, in a sense. And the fact that they wrapped around and they gave us that backstory for me, it helps to flesh out not only the character, but the whole world of Orphan Black uh, as a a whole package. So I really enjoyed it, and it made it bring the whole thing even better forward as we get ready for the next season.
3: Yeah, what I liked about season four is we we got to see, um, in, in the previous seasons, our clones were, for the most part, working together. In season four, we saw them almost all working individually and, uh, we, we, we got Sarah and her family for a part of it off, uh, in, in, uh, overseas in England. And then we, we got, um, uh, Alison doing her things. And I, I love the fact that Helena and Alison really bonded in season four, because that's something we hadn't yeah. seen. Helena and, and, uh, Sarah were the ones that were always together. They were the, the, the true sisters, those two, or sistras, sorry. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was amazing to see. Helena and the the Hendrixes bonding and I I think that brought a lot of comedic relief and uh uh, just the whole family feel to the show. And then we got the, the Casima and her side. So I just, I love the fact that there were so many little individual stories, but everything was kind of interconnected. Uh, where in the previous seasons, we knew there was a lot of stories, but we weren't really seeing them. We just knew they were out there and we were trying to figure out the connections. Now we're getting to the point where all these different stories are we're seeing what those connections are and how everything is going to come together and hopefully get a good resolution by the end of this final season coming up.
4: You like when Helena go to serve Donnie Hendricks. <laughs> 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 um, okay. So uh, I got really excited when season four started because one of the things that excites me when a show starts a new season is when they have a fresh take on things And that's what season four did. It started up with this fresh new look where it kind of, you know, went back and showed us how Beth, you know, what happened before the show started. Uh, And it gave us this interesting new look at Beth and Art. Uh, Art, who has always been kind of this character that was in the background. But I really liked him because he was always on our team, uh, no matter what, even when weird stuff was happening. And, uh, it kind of explained why <laughs> now. Uh, but it gave us this, this look into what had happened then. And it, that gives us more insight into what's happening now as well. And then that also gave us Mika and it gave us some other stuff. And so it, not only did that insight of what happened before, uh, the show started, uh, help us. Learn about that time period, but it gave us more insight into what's happening now in the quote unquote present day so uh I really enjoyed that it did that flashbacky thing, not to mention the fact that we got to see Paul again so um <laughs> right I need my I need my cougar sound effect um, <laughs> uh, so i I thought it was a really novel, interesting uh fresh way to look at the show. Uh, and when it started, I was very, very excited. And I think it kept up the uh, the tension level throughout the season. And, yeah, uh, I agree with you, Chris. It was <laughs> precarious at the end. But uh, it wasn't so much that I was, like, dangling, uh, like, oh, it has to start tomorrow. I-, I had other things to do in the meantime. So I'm excited now because it's so soon. Uh and I, I really want to see what happens, obviously. But um, it wasn't one of those things where it was like, "Who lives, who dies?" You know, it's it's kind of a it was a simmer in the background. And uh, I'm glad everything's going to get wrapped up nicely. They know they have an ending, so uh, I'm I'm really excited to see where we go from here.
2: Yeah, I think as all of you touched on, uh, once you get a show this far into its life and this close to the end, it's a more of an emotional. Hit, I think, for a lot of us, than the fascination of the first season <laughs> finale. Uh, so, you know, it's the investment, and it's also the emotional side of, of seeing that happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's it's going to be there. Well, Karen, you brought it up, so I guess we kind of should go there. If we look ahead to season five, it's definitely the who will live and who will die question or guesswork. And Maybe, Sean, you want to start off some thoughts on that?
5: Like I was saying, there's so many clones that kind of popped in for one or two episodes and they're gone. And now we had um, just mentions by, you know, the, the parents that we never knew of these other clones and we had Helsinki and I don't know. I feel like we have to have our main cast live. But if we do that, I mean, I don't know if we'd actually all be happy with that. I don't know, because do do you think that the babies are going to survive and we're going to have Helena? And I, oh, I want them all to survive. Let me just say that. I just want everybody (laughs) to live. But I feel like that's kind of poo-pooing on the whole, you know, show, really.
6: Well, I think that uh, there's been this ominous feeling that's been mentioned at the end of season four, uh, that everybody was really in a in a tight spot. and I, I just have this feeling that because they teased it so much with Kasima going from season three to four, uh, that if they have one of the main clones, one of the main sestras die, and none I, I personally don't want to see them, any of them die. I really want to see I want to see that dream that uh, Helena had where she was having her little baby shower and all the clones were gathered in the backyard and they were having a, a cookout and uh, Cosima was dressed up in some kind of Hungarian nursemaid garb or whatever. Later hosen. Well, <laughs> whatever she did with her hosen later is none of my business. But um, I, I want to see that kind of ending. Uh, it would probably be – people will say it's hokey, but my feeling is that if if they're going to have one of the main clones die – I have a feeling it will not be Cosima because she seems the most likely. If it's got to happen, that's who it has to happen to. I think they're going to throw us a curveball, if they're going to throw us one at all. I hope none of them, uh, but I think that it would probably be a clone other than Kasima. To me, she just seems um, a little too obvious because of how sick she's been. So.
3: I agree with you there, Terry. We've been on the will Cosima live, will Cosima die wagon for so long now that I don't think they're going to end up killing her. Now, I personally would not be surprised to see Helena uh, die because I can see her sacrificing herself for her sisters, for Allison, for Sarah, for Cosima, or for anybody else. Because also, you got to think, if this season is coming to A a positive end for the clones, and they are all going to quote unquote live happily ever after. Helena's the one that really is going to have a hard time and, and trying to fit into that world. I don't think she'll, she can ever have a happily ever after. So, in my mind, she would be the person or one of the clones. She would be one of the clones that I can see sacrificing herself in order to save her sisters. Now, if we're not looking at clones, I can say the exact same thing about Mrs. S. I could see her for whatever comes mm. up. She would sacrifice herself for Sarah, for Kira, for, for Felix if it comes to that um, and at this point she might end up doing it for the other uh, Allison and Cosima and, and maybe even Helena as well. So I wouldn't be surprised with Mrs. S the way she, she's been shown to us and in, in her background and she she might be somebody that might not last through the whole season. But Ooh. other than that, I would be really sorry to see her go. I really like her, but I can see the writers if they have to pick somebody. Because other people like art, uh, it would be it would be shocking, but I don't see the value in, in that. Donnie, I don't see him dying. You know, looking at some of the some of the other secondary and tertiary characters i don't know like who knows if if we end up getting you know mark and grace back uh you know whether they mark dies or gracie dies or or whatever those they don't really matter to me so much but of the main crew i think as i said helena and mrs s would be
6: my two i just want to piggyback just real quick on what you said mark it just made me think as you were talking that maybe if she dies and i agree that she would give herself up for her sister's uh, that maybe it's not so much in a fight, but maybe she dies in childbirth. Could be. She has <laughs> her twins, and then she dies while giving birth to them or something like that, where it doesn't have to be a fight, and she's probably going to lie there going, I can't believe I'm not fighting and I'm dying, <laughs> you know, something like that. So, right, or
4: yeah. or they find out that uh, maybe her babies hold the key to curing, yeah. and so she ends up having the babies despite being in distress. And uh, in order to help find a cure and that sort of thing. Um, I can also see Rachel going, which isn't a big deal to me because she is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. She's just psycho. Uh, Charlotte. There's Charlotte as well. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We can't discount her. She is also a Lita clone. Um, We know that she is ill as well. So either uh, if she gets a cure, Cosima gets a cure, most likely. Uh, If Cosima gets a cure and she doesn't, uh, we'd have to find out the circumstances behind that because aren't they there together on the island? Mm -hmm. So that would be an interesting twist. And there's Crystal as well. So (laughs) Crystal could get herself into all kinds of shenanigans.
3: But she'll find a way out. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, I kind of agree with you guys. I don't think Kasima is going to die. I think that um I, I don't think it's a red herring. I think they've been working towards this. So, I mean, I think it's just obvious that she's going to live at this point. So mm-hmm. I just don't think it's her. I don't think it's Sarah. Sarah is our protagonist uh, and we're living through her essentially. Uh, I don't think Felix, even though she's not a clone, I don't think Felix, he's not a clone. Um, you are right. Yeah. I, I don't think he's he identifies male. Yeah.
6: Um.
4: I don't think we'll see the end of him. Um. I could see Siobhan perhaps dying. I don't want that to happen because we just lost her mother. Yeah. In the last season, um, Kendall. But um,
3: what about Delphine?
4: No, see. Cassima just got Delphine back. So I would hate to see them parted again. Uh, I think that she's back for good, to be honest. Uh, the, the, the audience wouldn't want to see that again. And I think uh, the orphan black powers that be knows what's good for them at this <laughs> point. <laughs>
6: uh,
4: they heard.
6: Yeah. And
4: uh, I think they're going to stay together if. If Casima lives, that is, Casima yeah. uh, would be the one that goes in that in that couple if, if one of them has to go. Um, but uh, I think the tertiary ones that that would go would maybe be, you know, Cal might go. I don't know if he is part of the bad guy contingency. I don't think he is, uh, whether he's Westmoreland or not. <clears throat> Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> Mark, you and I you said that earlier i'm I'm stealing it but um <laughs> uh yeah uh, I think he's a good guy but uh, he might end up on the chopping block as well I don't Mika as well who knows because she gets into lots of issues so I mean there's a lot of possibilities. For, for who might bite it this season. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be some carnage because it's the last season. They can do yeah. what they want now.
0: Anybody who listens to any podcast I'm on knows that I am thoroughly against this idea that somebody has to die. I think that idea is dumb, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, true, it's dumb, but... <laughs> uh,
4: that That's what shows do though now you know
0: i know and i think that in an in and of itself is dumb because they're like we need to do it for shock value it's not shock value if every show does it all the time right but anyway um and as you'll recall at the end of season four cosima has found the cure ostensibly so yeah i i really don't think that's gonna happen uh i i agree with you karen if somebody if if a clone has to die I suspect it would be Rachel, mm-hmm. or at least I would hope it would be Rachel. Because, <laughs> because if anybody has, has it coming, coming to her, yeah. <laughs> it's Rachel. <laughs> yes, Yeah. She, she has she it will, Something bad will happen to her, and I will say deserved it. Right, karma. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like anybody needs to die, and I will be very upset if if one of the main characters does die. Yeah. I I'm I wouldn't
4: be happy if one of the characters we love dies. Yeah,
0: uh, I would I, I would
4: understand if they did that because that's how showrunners work. But and again, it's just TV. <laughs> so there's that. Uh Tatiana is uh breathing alive and well and all that. So. <laughs>
6: well,
2: I think personally if if that does happen, uh, my guess is that it would be fairly early to kind of create that as you kind of put it, Chris, in today's TV world, create that tension level by having <laughs> lost someone. So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm, I'm, my my own self, my fingers are crossed that if we get through a few eps without losing someone, I think that increases our chances of not. But that's just mm. you I know.
4: Mean, we're there. we're, we're right point. near the end of Gotham, and we just lost the whole court of owls. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh
6: no, we're man, cross kidding. Cross-platform spoilers. Here we go. <laughs> <Right. laughs> well, edit that, seemed... as you
2: see fit, folks.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh, another thing they did in season four, though, is with the conversation Rachel has with the board, they set it up so that they can introduce all these other side clones that we possibly haven't seen before and just do horrible, horrible things to them. Right.
4: Which and that's in keeping with the
0: pattern of the show, too. That would be meaningless, though, right? I mean, uh, would it? Though? We don't. We don't know them, right? But that's but that's different than being meaningless, because it fits in with the theme of the show, right? That's true. Yeah, they're before, meaningful to us by by way by of being right. Tatiana. But,
6: but they already debated whether or not to let Charlotte live or die. Let her die, and the information's like super valuable. So if they're willing to do that with a child. Why not have yeah. a board, you know? Say all these other clones that are probably, you know, full grown adults. You know, let them die, or we can do what we want with them now. It's full throttle. So,
4: to corrupt a phrase. Oh, the morality. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea
2: what that means. The
4: bright wearing people, or or her mother who is bleeding out. <laughs>
2: Yep, and that part of it as well. I mean, you folks kind of brought it up, so maybe we should now move into that idea of uh, talking about the clones. I mean, are we looking forward to some new ones or uh, maybe some of the outer fringe folks that have kind of been fairly lesser seen? Do you have some thoughts on where that's going? Terry?
6: Yeah, I read uh, an article uh, a little while back that supposedly Tatiana will be playing more clones they didn't say how many in this final season. So uh, I would like to see uh, Mika back. She could be maybe part of some kind of hacking showdown, let's say. Uh, Tony I'd like to see back only because there was so much tug of war uh, with, with the fans about like the character, didn't like the character, and just, just have it as a one-off could be the producers saying, well, there were a lot of people who didn't like it. We'll just leave Tony alone. I'd like to see one more thing with Tony just to give Tony a little more uh, substance uh, to the mm-hmm. character. It doesn't, doesn't even have to be a whole episode, but just bring Tony back. And as far as the new clones, I'm kind of thinking that uh, these new clones might be uh, f- flashbacks to Helsinki. Uh, uh, I'd like to see that. I mean, I enjoyed the flashbacks we had to Beth's backstory this past season Uh, and Helsinki has been mentioned uh, before. And so I'd like to see the other clones that she plays to be some of the Helsinki clones and maybe even showing uh, as, you know, scenes of them being killed off. Uh, I think that I don't think any more clones in present day are really necessary. Uh, I think that's just kind of, you know, clouding the field because we've got enough we can handle even the ones that we've only seen Sarah play once or twice. Uh, So that's my feeling is that I'd like to see Mika back. I could see Tony and I think any other new clones that supposedly she's going to play would be good for a flashback.
3: Well, we got to remember that in the the final episode of season four, Kira made a comment where she said something that to the the fact that Mm -hmm. she's worried for all the sisters, especially all the ones that we haven't met yet. So... Mm -hmm. Um, that line right there tells us that there's still a bunch of them out there that we haven't right. met. So, yes, they could do flashbacks, but you got to remember the whole Helsinki thing. Although the majority of viewers probably don't know it, the comic books that they put out did cover the the Helsinki things. They did do a comic book series for From Black specifically mm-hmm. on Helsinki. Now, mm-hmm. I, I expect most of the viewers have not read those comic books, but so I don't know if they will touch on that in the show. But mm-hmm. I, I think just the fact that Kira mentioned that there's so many other sisters that she's worried about that we haven't met now, whether they come in and they they interact or if we just hear about them, maybe we'll we'll see them. Kind of like we saw um, what's her name, Jennifer. We saw her by video, and we, uh, I forget there was mm-hmm. another one. Uh, maybe we're mm-hmm. just going to see that. We're going to see um, the whoever is now running Brightborn or, or whatever the next thing evolution of brightborn is going to be maybe we're going to see stuff that they're doing and the clones are going to have to stop them so i I think we will be seeing more whether we get uh mk i i don't know if there's uh, personally i don't know if there's any reason to bring mk back i think her what she was brought in to do is done and then she went into hiding and and she was a recluse so um Mm -hmm. maybe they could find a a reason to bring her back, but I would also be okay with not seeing her again because that would be in her nature to disappear and, sure. and not pop up sure. again. Um, sure. Tony, I, I agree with you. If we don't bring Tony back, then it kind of feels to me like it was a token. Let's just bring a, yeah. you know, a transgender in. Let's do, do it for, you know, just a show. And, and we showed him good. He's out of the way. Um, so I would like to see him back just to show that that wasn't just a gimmick they did.
6: Wasn't there something about he had a piece of information he had to pass on or something or? Well, which I, he did.
3: Yeah, but he he already did that.
6: That's yeah. right. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I I think yeah, flesh him out more. Mika, I'd like to see her if she comes back at all. Kind of like uh, Han Solo in the first Star Wars, like he kind of comes in at the last minute at the battle. And no one's no one's expecting him, you know. And all of a sudden, she gets involved. I think that would be cool. So.
3: Yeah. And the other one is is Crystal. I I do hope. I mean, Crystal was was a clone. That um, if, if anybody's read anything, she was only supposed to be a one and done. She was supposed to die uh, in that first episode she was introduced. But they loved her so much that they kept her around. And I hope that they keep her around for season five because I would love to see her interacting. Uh, with all the clones, I, I would love to see her meet some of the others that she hasn't met yet, and just uh, like just the interaction that we got between her and, and Sarah. It's like whatever, you know. I'm a, a you know she doesn't look anything like me. Uh, you know, I, I'm a ten, and she's a, a whatever a seven or seven at or,
4: best. Yeah,
3: seven at best. I mean, I would love to see Crystal and, and Helena meet. So, uh, so I, Can I want you even her to
4: comb through that hair. <laughs>
3: Could you could you just picture Crystal giving Helena a makeover?
6: Oh, oh God!
4: <laughs> what are you doing? I do not need all this on my face. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I would yes. love that, and so many opportunities for me to do impressions. There you go. <laughs> uh, was that it, Mark? I don't yes. Want to interrupt. Uh, I would love to see more clones. Uh, I don't think they should take up a lot of the season, though, because we need to stick with our core clones and finish their stories. Uh, That's just my opinion. I don't mind Tony coming back because I agree with you. I don't think he should have been a a token transgender. He should be an actual character. Uh, Maybe Tony is showing signs of sickness and needs to come back to talk to them. You know, he heard something Mm. about that. Yeah. So uh, that could be an opportunity for him to come back and and, uh, see if there's a cure. Something like that. I would love to see new clones in a flashback and uh, a flash forward near the end of the season, maybe. Uh, See them.
6: Another clone dance party.
4: Living together. (laughs) Or something. Um, I, we know, hopefully, that they're not going to continue the project, so it would just be the ones that are around. Um, you know, let's hope. Cross fingers. But, um, yeah, I, I think new clones would be good. Just uh, let's stick to the main storyline for the most part.
0: I think they, I think season four set up bringing in new clones pretty well. There's the whole line about you know, from from imaginary Beth to Sarah, bring the bring your uh. sisters together. And so I think that would actually be a really interesting way for them to conclude the season, possibly, or the series rather, mm. is to pull in these other characters that we haven't even met yet and maybe have them all work together against the neolutionists or or whatever this threat is that they're going to face in this final season. I do think Mika's going to be back. She did come back at the end of last season. They established that she's sick. It seems like she has to come back. Uh, I think Tony will come back, or rather, I hope Tony will come back again. When they sent him off, it was sort of with this whole idea of we are going to send you away from this to keep you safe because it's not safe right now. So. I'd actually be really happy with it, even if there's just maybe a scene towards the end of the series after they've dealt with whatever it is that they're going to deal with.
1: Mm.
0: And maybe, you know, contact Tony and say, hey, it's it's safe now. You don't have to be in hiding anymore. Maybe Felix can call him up and say, hey, come come hang out with their with your family some more, you know.
6: Something like that. Have a kiss.
0: (laughs) I'm hoping at minimum
5: we'll see, like, a flash forward because they'll have had a cure and somehow our little core clones that have survived are, like, out there trying to inoculate the other ones.
3: Mm.
6: Mmm. I like that.
4: That would be good.
2: Yeah, that would be fun.
4: Yeah, that would be an interesting take on it, that's for sure.
2: A lot lot of different directions to go there. Well, one thing... Two that's been mentioned a couple of times in some of the d- discussions so far is the the whole idea of, of Westmoreland. So I, I know this is something a lot of folks have been chatting about, um, speculating, many other things as well. So, uh, Mark, you want to kind of start us on that uh, crazy topic? Well, the, the
3: whole thing is, is- – Trying to find out, we we find out at the end of season four that Westmoreland is the the father behind all the neolution and everything that's been going on, as well as the 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 casters and the leaders, and and like he's the the kingpin or the but yeah the, the start of it all. But we also find out that he supposedly is hundreds of years old. I forget how, how many. Was it just a hundred years or over? I don't remember the exact number, but. Uh, by all intents and purposes, he shouldn't be alive. So that's what a lot of the speculation is on on how this person, if it is the the same original or is it a clone of of the original or has he been somehow able to, I don't know, do body transfers and all that. Now, personally, I I mentioned this at the end in my final episode of, of my podcast for season four, my theory was, and I, I, I just want to say that I don't follow any of the, um, the, other than seeing the trailer, I don't read any of the articles or anything. I want to go into season five completely free of of any influence. So I haven't looked at any casting info to see if they've cast somebody as Westmoreland or that. But it, at the end of season four, what I thought is that Cal, that was my theory, is that Cal's going to come back. Because there was so much about Cal that um, we, we didn't know and that was kind of secretive and, and speculated at. We, saw, we know that he's had some deals with the military. We know he has a lot of money. We saw in his RV that he had a whole bunch of different fake IDs. And with all of that, I, I don't know. In my mind, it just I put two and two together, and I think that Cal is Westmoreland. Now, I, I could be completely off kilter with that one, but that was my theory.
4: That was my theory as well. And I say was. Uh oh. That's all they're saying. Um, there was some news that came out. Okay. But I don't know if I should share it because you don't want to know, right?
3: Well, you you, you just you just spilled the beans there, Karen. I so. know, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. That without? <laughs> Theories are meant to be busted, so okay. it's okay. I know I'm okay, okay with it.
4: Um there was a casting uh, thing, uh, looks like uh, they actually said something about it in October. Uh, that Stephen McHattie was cast as Neolution founder PT Westmoreland, M O O R L A N D, and he played the original Night Owl, the older version of the Night Owl, in the film adaptation of The Watchmen. Uh, let's see. He was in Pay the Ghost with Nicolas Cage and Sarah Wayne Cowles. He is married. He used to be married to Meg Foster.
3: Anyways. <laughs> Anyways.
4: <laughs> yeah, anyway, you'd recognize him if you saw him.
3: Okay.
4: Well, okay. Hollis, Hollis Mason, the first Night Owl in the film. Okay.
3: So so, so you know who's going to play Westmoreland, but mm-hmm. who is Westmoreland?
4: Right. I do not know that no it's just there's it's not Cal unfortunately because I thought that was the coolest guest ever because I, I thought the same thing until I looked at I was looking up the clones and I was like oh darn it! why did I have to see that <laughs> so yeah I'm the worst I'm sorry <laughs> So okay I we're a- all spoiled it's fine
5: oh. <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding
0: so I had a weird moment rewatching season four where I started to really question this idea of him being old, like supernaturally old, because I was like, I wonder if he's just like a con artist. I don't know why I had this thought, but this was a thought I had. Cal, You mean uh, Cal, right? No. PT Westmoreland. Oh, that's yeah. a really good theory, Chris. It is, actually. Thank you. Well, with his I with mean,
4: initials being PT.
0: I mean, th- this whole thing, <laughs> Neolution seems to have started maybe in the 70s, maybe. So, you know, he doesn't have to be that old for, for that. I mean, at least the, the characters that we know of, this, this branch of Neolution seems to have started then. So I don't know. I'm not saying it's impossible because it is it is sci-fi. But the stuff that they've established so far, there's been nothing really that far out because this is like some alias Rambaldi stuff going on here.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know that they're necessarily going to do that, actually. So because apparently he wrote the whole idea of Neolution in that room that that Rachel was staying in. Yeah. Right. I'm like, that does not look that old. <laughs> right.
4: For uh, <laughs> one thing. You guys chuckle when I say because his initials are PT. I mean it. Uh, MK's name is MK after MK Ultra. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it past the the showrunners to name him PT after PT Barnum.
6: Yeah. Boop, 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 boop.
4: Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is my husband's theme song. That he There's a
6: sucker on. born every minute. Wasn't that one of uh, Barnum's lines? Yep. Yeah. Certainly is. So mm. I wouldn't
4: put it past them to give us that as a as a covert clue. Mm.
5: Anyway,
0: just throwing it out there.
5: Well, kind of expanding on that, on it, the whole thing being a big con. I mean, it could be a long con, and it could be. I actually took a class on this, where it's like all, an entire family, and it's like generations. You know, they just keep having using the same name because you want to keep pushing that image out and make people think that you are like super old and you're, you get them to follow you and eventually support you monetarily and basically listen to anything you have to say. And I cannot remember the name of the town where they're like, and it's not Jonestown because that's a whole different thing, but it's like the entire town, everybody has the same last name and they're all just con artists. So, I mean, it it could go along that same line that Chris came up with. Interesting.
6: Interesting. Is that town in Kentucky?
5: I think it is. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. What do you know,
6: Terry? I was going for a very bad joke, so I'll stop. (laughs) Are you done?
5: (laughs) I'm good. Sorry. Had to throw in that little bit of criminal justice that I remember from my classes.
6: Uh... I, you know, the thing whether this is a long con or not, uh, it certainly would play very well on this show. God knows, you've got enough people conning everybody and double crosses going into quadruple crosses. Uh, I'm just imagining if Orphan Black was on back in the '70s, and to have somebody supposedly over a hundred years old would seem uber fantastical. Um, that's not so uber fantastical now in the 21st century. So I don't know if it's necessary if Westmoreland is the same person uh, who created Neolution and did the whole thing. I don't think it's such a uh, a far-fetched thing for Westmoreland to just naturally have lived past 100 years of age. Uh, I think they said over 100. I don't think they said 200 or a higher number. If the number was 200 or higher, then you're going to get into some sci-fi stuff. but. Uh, To have Westmoreland over 100, I don't think requires Neolution and making yourself into like half human, half robot. And as far as Neolution itself, I mean, Leaky, you know, was supposedly this big guy. And we later found out in either season two or three that Rachel considered him really just a front man. He was kind of the PR person uh, because he was a scientist and, you know, he didn't have a problem, you know, doing interviews or talking about it as little as he did. He was kind of like the public face of the Dyad Institute. I don't know. I, I, I would be okay if this, this is going to be a long con, but if if uh, P.T. Westmoreland is an individual that has lived over 800, 100 years, I don't see where something you know uh, biological slash mechanical is required, for that, not that they, not that they couldn't play him like that, but I, I don't see how that's required. Like I said, if this show was on in the seventies, oh, you'd have to play it that way because the number of people you had living over a hundred was a heck of a lot less than the numbers whatever we have nowadays. So yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Didn't the book say it was written in eighteen something? I thought so. Oh,
6: it was eighteen something. Yeah. So it would be over a hundred because we haven't hit twenty something or other that would match the 18 something yet. So
3: I know there's a whole bunch of listeners out there are going, you, it's, it's this many years.
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they said it was over 100. So to me again, that's, you know, if, if you're going 200, then you're going to have to have yeah. tinkering with the body. So
2: now one thing we've, we've, uh, I think maybe brought up one or two of these names, but I know folks are going to be very interested. Maybe each of you as we go around can give a quick answer uh, on, maybe one of those side characters that uh, hasn't played a major part, but that you really would like to see back in this final season. Karen, you want to take a first shot at that?
4: Uh, Sure. Uh, First of all, I'd like to see Cal back. And again, I need my cougar sound here. (laughs) Um, Adele really stepped up last season to help out when um, Donnie went to prison. And so I think she might deserve some time back. The other People mentioned in the document are Shay, Mark, and Gracie. Uh, Shay, I mean, she's great. Uh, I liked her character, but now that we have Delphine back, I think it would be messy to have her back and we're not in the city anymore as well. Uh, And Mark and Gracie, that would be fine as well, but their storylines kind of played out. So uh, out of those, Shay, Cal, Adele, Mark, and Gracie, I would pick. Kyle and Adele, really. I would love to see both of them back.
0: I would actually like to see really all of those characters back. I don't expect to see them all back. Um, I think, really, Mika and Tony would be the most likely ones to come back. They would have the strongest story support to come back. Uh, But apparently I like it when people are mad at me. And I'm going to say I would really enjoy it if Shay came back. I don't disagree
5: with you, because I kind of want to see Shay, but I want to see because, unless I've forgotten that this character died off, what happened to Detective Angela DeAngelis? I love Angie. She just like disappeared. I I can't stand her. I just want to know what happened. The worst. She Uh, was uh, like uh, a dog. She's the
4: greatest.
6: And then she was gone. Oh, she's the worst. Uh,
4: (laughs) The worst.
6: Vomitorium.
4: No, she's not dead. She just faded away. Oh,
5: the worst. (laughs)
6: That's what
5: I'm saying. She was like a dog with a bone. Somebody needs to tell me what happened.
6: Let's see. Uh, Mark and Gracie, I agree their story has kind of played out. Uh, maybe just a scene in an episode, if they show up, would be fine. Uh, Adele, yeah, definitely stepped up her game. Cal, I would like to see only because we got some of his story dangled in front of us. You know, Paul confronted him. I'd like to see more of that. Um, uh, so I think, you know, more of him, Shay, I would definitely like to see back for the reverse of the Cougar reason for, for Cal. uh, but, but there was the scene where Delphine went to her, gave her the business card for Dyad and said, go to Cosima and tell her, I told you, I told, uh, it's okay for her to spill the beans to you. And she left and she flipped the back of the card and on it was written three, two, four B two, one. Uh, so will she come back and approach Kasima and ask her? Um, you know, that just kind of was left dangling. Why would you have her give that if you're not going to tie that back in somehow? So that, that'd be my feelings for the side ones. Mm.
3: Well, I'd like to see Sarah Stubbs back.
6: <laughs> she, was in, Sarah Stubbs. she was in the fourth season. I know.
3: And I'd like to see her. She was I, in the
4: musical. I want to
3: see her back. I, I, love, love, Sarah I love that character. No, um, I, I, she has a great singing voice. Yeah, she does. I, I I would be curious about Mark and Gracie just because we know that the, the caster clones all had something wrong with them and they were pretty well all had a, a fuse that was slowly running out. So what happened? Is, is he okay? Is he dying? So I'd like to get some closure on that. Uh, even if it's just like one episode where we get something and then we just know that either they're going to be okay or they're not. Adele, I would really like to touch more on that. It just seemed it was too convenient for me that all of a sudden out of nowhere she tracks Felix down. She's his biological sister or, or mm-hmm. um, and not to mention that it, it was all done through a subsidiary of Brightborn. Um, it was just, there was too many loose ends in my opinion there. I, I would like to see more about that and more about Felix's backstory. Uh, where he came from and and if there's any other characters there. And the same thing with Shay, there was so much that was brought up with Shay, her military background and and everything that was brought in there. I mean, I would be okay if we didn't get Shay back, but I would really like to, to see some of that brought to light. Like, you know, what was, was she brought in there for a purpose or did she really just run into Cosima, you know, out of the blue and form this relationship. And, And if, by chance something happens to Delphine in the episode then I would like Shay to be around for Kasima to fall back uh, have somebody to console cool. her and, and possibly live happily ever after with Shay so I wouldn't mind seeing that there you go. Um, and of course Cal it was brought up earlier all his secret identities and all that we really need to see <laughs> um, more about what his background is
4: yep. and cougar <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, speaking oh. of seeing more about something, there is a question we've barely even touched on so far, and that's Kira and her quote, do quotes, potential powers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. What, what do you folks think? Are we going to find out more about that, or where do you think that might be going? Chris, you want to take a shot?
0: I have no idea. I was having these thoughts the other day about uh, this idea of, like, genetic memory and all this sort of thing because I have strange thoughts, apparently. And, uh, I don't know cuz we've seen similar things from Helena and a little bit from Sarah. So I don't know I don't know where they're going with that. I don't know that we'll ever find out. I'm kind of okay with it if we never find out.
5: Mhm. Oh my gosh, I am like itching to know how she's able to heal so fast and how she hears the sisters or knows what's going on. But I think now that you guys have put out your theories about Westmoreland and possibly Cal with him being the dad what if he has some genetic thing and you know the fact that him and Sarah had a baby it just turned into this crazy almost psychic carry level powers
6: hmm I don't know if I'd give Cal that much credit (laughs) (laughs) I would (laughs) I know what I, Sean, I know what you'd give him. You'd be taking numbers with Karen at the deli (laughs) counter. (laughs) Uh, I was excited. They were going to supposedly talk a little bit about it at the end of season three. Then they teased us that we were going to find out in season four, and they didn't do jack about it, other than her saying, All the other sisters, there's so many of them out there. That's the only thing we got about Kira's powers in season four, and I was. That was one of the points I was really frustrated with because, you know, you've dangled at the end of two seasons ago and then the previous season you were gonna and you didn't. So I hope that they really give us something, you know, to to answer that question. You know, why is this kid got this kind of extrasensory perception? She can heal quickly. Um, there's there's a lot there. And um, I want to find that out. I really really want to find it cuz Kira is a cool character. I dig the girl. I think she's a cool the actress playing her is really good too. So I I'm I'm hungry to find out.
3: I uh, I think first of all Terry there was a lot more hints than just that in season 4. There was a lot of times where she seemed to know that something was going to happen right before it happened like uh, whenever they they were going to storm the house whatever i i can't remember of the cops or whoever somebody stormed mrs s 's house Kira knew right before and she said something and she seemed to know whenever some of the sisters were in trouble she she sensed it and uh, sometimes she wouldn't say very much, but you saw in various parts of the season that she would have these senses and know things that there's no way she could know but i I have a feeling that Kira is actually going to play a very central part in in season five. Now, I I don't know this for sure. I just have a feeling that we're going to see a lot of her. There's going to be a lot more play for Kira, uh, whatever this Westmoreland, uh, Cal's going to be back involved. And there's going to be a lot of, because of Kira, her powers and who she is, I think there's going to be either a battle or, or a mm-hmm. lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. centered yep. around her. And I think we will, maybe we won't get all the answers, but I think a lot is going to be revealed in this yeah, season about her.
6: A battle over or about her, I agree, yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, I heard some indications that she's going to have a bigger part in season five. So uh, that's good news for me because uh, mm-hmm. I really do like Kira and I want to know more about her for sure.
2: All right. Well, I think we're getting close to the end here. So before we go, though, we got a big question for all of you. And, you know, we know from watching the show that they keep outdoing themselves, both of the story, but also some of the ideas of, of how we can all uh, really identify with things. The dance party, the dance party, Helena's dream sequence, the big family dinner. So are you folks giving any thought to, you know, what they might uh, top themselves with next or? You know, kind of that. Uh, and, and if that's not so much your thought on it, uh, I'd be curious to hear if you had to pick that one thing that you absolutely have to see in this final season, what it might be. Sean, you want to start us off there?
5: Wow, that's like huge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you got two big ones. I let you pick out of two. Uh,
5: all right. Um, I think it's going to be really cheesy and we'll just have a giant like Skype call. And like all of a sudden, you'll just see that there's tons of names of all the the clones, and in the middle will just be Sarah's face.
4: Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. And it'll just go bloop, 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 and all these other clones will show up on the screen.
6: How technologically emotionally void that is. <laughs> 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 all right,
5: Mister. You know, still waters run deep. You tell me what you think. <laughs>
6: Uh, there's still waters. I'm driving around it because I can't swim. Um, I think they are going to try to top themselves. Uh, I really, uh, how that's going to play out, it's going to be multiple clones. If, as I said earlier in the show here, if Helena dies, it might be uh, giving birth to her uh, twins. Uh, so we wouldn't have that scene, that dream sequence of hers. But um, maybe just uh, visions of other clones. I don't know about on Skype, but uh, maybe Miko will have it up on a bunch of screens, all these different clones on different continents, because if they're on American soil and British soil, they've got to be more than likely on other continents. Uh, So I think something uh, where we just see either on a video feed or there's just different live in the moment pictures of different clones gathered around in different areas and You know, maybe they got a cure for them or something like that. I don't want to see anything cheesy, uh, but I think that they are going to try to – I mean, because each thing that they've done with these multiple clones in one final shot, you know, they they keep getting better. It takes them forever to do it, but they keep getting better. So that's what I like to see, just seeing all these other clones around the world somehow, some way.
3: Well, I I don't think – like, I I like what you guys are saying, but – I think that would be a big step backward. I mean, it's so easy to throw people up on on screens, even if you have a whole bunch of monitors, and th- there's really no- nothing. I'm going to say technological, as a, a from a filming point of view, they've gone. Right. I mean, they did the dance party, then they did Helena's dream where they were all interacting, and uh, then there was the family dinner with everybody sitting around the table. And I think if they're going to do something, it's going to have to be something where a bunch of them are live together. So whether they, mm-hmm. at the end, they get a bunch of new clones together and they have a big family reunion, you know, with Allison catering and going around talking to everybody and that, <laughs> something like that. Or uh, if I go dark, maybe there's going to be a funeral and you're going to see a whole bunch of the clones attending a funeral together. Uh, for for somebody who who it is, I don't know, but maybe mm. that'll be the way. You know, there's going to be some sort of funeral for somebody, and everybody joins together, and we see it um, in that sense. So, oh, I like that. Yeah, mm. I, I don't, I don't want to go dark like that, but I could see that as being a very touching, and it would still accomplish the same thing of them be, being able to get Tatiana a whole bunch of times in a shot. But, you know, we've already done the dance party and we've done the the funny dream and we did the dinner party. I just think it would be a nice touch. But I don't know. That that was just one theory.
4: We could split the difference maybe. And uh, since most of the clones will most likely have the gene to be uh, getting ill, we could come up with a cure and gather them together in order to inoculate them and let them get together for that reason and they all meet and get to know each other and like Felix would initiate them into the clone club together and
6: tell them how to dress
4: exactly <laughs> and Crystal would be there Ugh, <laughs> I cannot believe I'm clones with all of you I am a 10 <laughs> definitely <laughs> I mean I'd like to see that I'd like to see them getting cured yeah you know I'd like that to be yeah. The 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 teaching moment at the end of, of this whole series is that yeah. there's a cure for everything. But I don't know that that's going to be it. I think there might be something after that, but I don't know.
0: Okay, this is kind of a joke answer, but maybe it's not. Maybe they'll gather together, like, an army of Leda clones to storm Neolution Island.
4: Oh, see, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I like right? That. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> yeah, How resident yeah. evil of you. <laughs> oh.
4: In order to take down Sarah. I mean, not Sarah. Uh, oh, Rachel. Rachel. I was like, Whoa, wow, that's <laughs> <Rachel."> went dark.
1: <laughs>
0: In order to take <laughs> down Rachel. Turncoat. <laughs> Rachel and uh, P.T. Westmoreland.
6: Mm-hmm. Rachel. I like that. So, like an, an orphan black game of really. risk.
0: <laughs> or there you go.
6: Yeah. Oh, I like that.
0: Civilization.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. <laughs> Now, Do do you guys think at the end of season five will the world know about clones or is season five going to end with all the clones knowing about themselves Uh, like even the other sisters are they all going to become aware but nobody else is going to know and they're all going to live their own lives or is it going to somehow come out and the world's going to know that humans have been cloned and that there's a bunch around.
4: I don't think it would benefit the world to know.
0: I was going to say, I don't see how that that could be a happy ending. Mm.
6: And there's rumors of a potential either one or two Orphan Black spinoffs I've read about. Whether either if it's one, it or they come to fruition or not. uh, I I don't think the article I read said that it was leaning yes or no. But there's talks about maybe doing an Orphan Black spinoff or two. So that I don't think that it would be – if they actually want to go that way and if uh, BBC America and Temple Street want to back it up, I don't think you need to have to have the world know about the clones Uh, just just yet.
4: It's not in the clones' best interest either. Not
6: Not at all.
3: Okay, but then will the other sisters that are out there that Kira alluded to, will there be clones out there still left in the dark as to that they're clones?
6: Depends how many the, so many she can't count that Kira said there are. I mean, it could be a hundred over the whole world. It could be thousands, millions around the world. You don't know.
4: What if they use Mika to track them all down?
6: I think they might use Kira. Yeah, to they, they would use Kira. Or Kira. Yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah. I feel like they'd have to let, let the other ones know.
4: Right. They'd have to find as many of them as they could, hopefully all of them, and
3: let them know. Yeah. Anyways, things to ponder
4: mm-hmm.
2: absolutely that's the whole point in doing the podcast Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: and we hope those of you listening you know have enjoyed that discussion but we also just for fun you know save this recording come back in a couple of months and see just how close or just how far <laughs> off we were
6: <laughs>
2: just how off we are yeah I, I agree more on how off we were <laughs> yeah. you,
6: didn't, you didn't have to tell him that Kevin <laughs> listen back and laugh
2: yes <laughs> yep that's what we're always willing to do as podcasters there's a per- permanent record of what we thought so
4: Elena no sacrifice herself <laughs> for the <Hendrix's. laughs> <laughs> we
2: good. well hopefully you folks have had as much fun listening as we've had uh, chatting it up but before we go we want to leave each of our hosts just mention again um where you can find them, I mean if there was ever a season, because I'm sure if you're listening you're probably a fan of at least one of these podcasts, but there was ever a season to be listening to multiple Orphan Black podcasts this season. So why don't we let everybody, before we go, reintroduce themselves. Mark?
3: Yeah, I'm Mark DeCote from Solo Talk Media. The Orphan Black podcast is, is my show. Uh, you can find me at solotalkmedia.com, on Twitter at solotalkmedia, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash solotalkmedia.
4: Uh, I'm Karen from Felix's Helixes. You can find us on Facebook at Felix Helixes. It's F-E-L-I-X-H-E-L-I-X-E-S on Facebook. Uh, On Twitter, we are at Felix's Helixes. That's (laughs) F-E-L-I-X-S-H-E-L-I-X-E-S. And we are Felix's Helixes at gmail.com, spelled the same way. (laughs)
6: Maybe you I'm need Chris
0: a new from- eye like Rachel. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I'm Chris from Tatiana is everyone. You can find us at Tatiana is everyone.com. We're on Twitter at TIE Podcast. We're also on Facebook at Facebook Facebook.com slash Tatiana is everyone. I'm Sean from 324B21,
5: the Orphan Black Podcast, over at on the Nerd Element. You can find us everywhere. On As The Nerd Element, Facebook, Twitter, the website, and also at FangirlZone.com. Same thing. Everything is FangirlZone.
6: And I'm Terry from The C-Word Podcast. You can find us on our website, TheCWordPodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter, at cwordpodcast and on Facebook, Facebook.com slash TheCWordPodcast.
2: Awesome. And I'm Kevin Batchelder. You can find my podcast covering genre TV at tuning it to sci-fi tv.com. And I want to thank Mark for having organized these and letting me uh, moderate the last few years. This has Yay. been a lot of fun. Hey,
4: okay, thanks. Kevin. <laughs> thank you, Your Mark. the best. Thank you, Kevin.
2: Um, we hope you all enjoy and we hope you all take care. Bye. See ya.
0: Bye. So there you have it. Our podcaster round table. Thanks to everybody who participated in that. Thank you for listening to it. If you have any thoughts about it, please send them to us. You can do that in a number of ways. You can send us an email at feedback at com. You can record a voice message on your smartphone and email it to that address. You can also call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. You can find us on Twitter at TIEpodcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash everyone. You can find us on Tumblr at Tatiana Is Everyone Podcast. Tatiana Is Everyone is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. You can find our other podcasts about Lost Girl, Killjoys, which is starting up again soon, and we also have a sort of catch-all podcast where we change television programs from time to time. We just finished up doing Supergirl. We're about to do Winona Earp at the end of this month. That is called Phenalysis. You can find all of those podcasts at our website, askgenretv.com. And in this episode, The Roundtable was played by Tatiana Amazoni. Thanks for listening.